I'm here, bro. All right, cool. I'm waiting on um, waiting on him. We can get it started. And when when he get in, we just gonna start from there. Cause I when I when he get in, we can start from there. Cause I know how to um. Well, see, we might as well just go ahead and start, bro. Cause the joke worked perfectly fine, bro. Oh, we got gotcha, to go ahead and start. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so yeah, we good. Episode one of the Wiz Report. Mark, I'm I'm Keith Oliver. D Nash. The, the first episode we got our other our, our other member on his way now, man. We waiting on him to join join up on us. How you feeling about first round, bro? First round, this actually might be the best. Well, Eastern and West, this might be the best playoffs I've seen in a minute. Well, we about to see in a minute. It's a lot of good matchups, especially in the East. It's a lot of good open matchups in the East. I think a lot of people not really paying too much attention to. They really paying too much to trying to lead towards the West. But in the East, I think it's a lot of matchups, a lot of open matchups in, in the East. Due to injuries, of course, but still just the talent of the teams. It's a lot of open matchups in the East. So out of East, you know, East and West, what's your favorite matchup that you see as far as on paper goes? For both, um, you know, both conferences, what would you say the best matchup is? For both conferences, I have to say, Wes, I'm going Utah OKC. I agree. I I'm going I, Utah OKC in the I West. Agree. And what about East? East, I'm going to go. I'm not even going to say us. I'm really going to say Miami and Philly. Cause you know, I actually it's, been trying to see Miami. I was talking about that like three weeks, two weeks, even before the season ended. We two for two, bro. Cause my, that's my favorite matchup as well. I, I feel, I feel a lot of people are sleeping on Miami and counting Miami out of this series. But I feel like you can't count out D Wade in no series. He's experienced in the playoffs. I think they have a, uh, you know, they got a, a nice young starting five. I feel like they can really be a problem for Philly, especially without Joel and B, because White Hassan Whiteside is, is really an issue, especially down low in the paint. I'm sure he'll be back um too though, because I don't think game two is until what Monday for them, Tuesday for them. But I know that they only root him out for game one, so I'm pretty sure he'll he'll be back game two with the mask on though. But yeah, I think I like I like Miami out. I mean, to be honest, this is where we wanted to see them at for the last like two years though. We wanted to see mm-hmm. them. You know what I mean? But I like Philly a lot. I've been rooting for them all season, but it's just something about Miami, that young team. I think if Whiteside could actually be relevant in the fourth quarter, I think they'd be they'd be pretty good for the whole series. They they'd be uh pretty good. Let me see. So um I want to look at both teams, you know, starting five and see what, see, um, you know, like pretty much do a breakdown of like the weaknesses because we're talking about this Miami series and, you know, we're going to get into the Wizards series and do that, do that breakdown as well. But I definitely want to, um, like starting like their lineups, you got, you got, um, give me one second. I'm pulling it up now. Like for you really have Hassan Whiteside going up against Dario Sark at the center. I feel I feel you got you got a shooter versus you know a powerhouse in the paint. It is it, it depends on which playing style works, which is going to make this this series even more interesting. Yeah, 
But the thing, the difference, the, the, the difference, well, the main difference between Miami and Philly to me is Miami really has guys like they can get a ball to, they can go put the ball in the basket. You know what I mean? Like they have, a, mm-hmm. they have at least like six or seven guys on that roster with though they can be like, all right, here's the rock, go put the ball in the hoop. Philly runs through Simmons. It's like whatever. It's like if if Simmons sets something up, it's like their 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 whole offense is set on. Of course, Simmons driving, passing the rock, but just ball movement and moving moving without the ball. Like I've seen a lot of their scoring, a lot of their points just comes from Ben Simmons moving the rock or moving the rock in transition, and players around him are just moving at the right time, hit just making the right cuts to get to the basket. It's just make make it's giving Ben Simmons even like even easier passes. So, but like I said, just like you just said, it's gonna have to be like whoever style win. Yeah, really, whoever definitely- style wins. I say it's a style clash, and it's 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 the Miami's success. Honestly, is going to depend on Dwayne Wade and the bench, because we we've Philly they won sixteen games straight, and they have like so many shooters on their team. Yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be a tough one. Game one, I think game one doesn't decide this specific series, but I feel game one is going to be a statement game for either team. Like if Philly wins game one. It's like we we did not we the new dude we here yeah but but if Miami win game one it's like you got you ain't ready yet on a confidence level when we talking confidence I think that's where it goes it's still just getting to me that man these dudes won fifty games yeah I'm like gonna happen so fast like right before you know it you look you looked at their schedule they had like forty eight wins You're like ah oh, yeah they can get fifty they definitely gonna get fifty then we got we got on. Um, in the East, we also got Cleveland and and, and Indy. Now, I'm gonna be honest. I can't I wait. Can be, to, I can't wait for LeBron and uh Stevenson. Go ahead though. I can't wait for LeBron. I mean, uh, yeah, LeBron <laughs> and Stevenson. Yeah, I, so I could be wrong. I don't think Philly. I mean, Indiana got enough to take over a game against LeBron in the playoffs. Nah, they don't. Like, the only thing that's getting me is though. Is what if the depot just go take it to one more notch? Just take his game one more notch. They can, I want they could play defense. They could play defense. I feel like the thing that's always got me on the ropes with Cleveland is, yeah, they got good players on the roster, but it just seems like crunch. Like this playoff basketball It's not regular season anymore. You know what I'm saying, like Jordan Clarkson, Rodney Hood. These guys have got to step up big time. I feel like Cleveland. I don't. They. They don't. I mean, not Cleveland. Cleveland, besides LeBron and Kevin Love, you know, and a few other veterans on their team, they don't really have players that that's been through the fire yet. I don't think LeBron trusts his supporting cast as much as he tries to make himself to say he does. But yeah, I don't really think he has that much faith in like. Clocks and Ronnie. Don't get me wrong. I like Clocks and I like Ronnie Hood. They both could score the basketball, but it's just for some reason like playoff basketball. I think LeBron gonna really because as you can see, he was even with those guys on the roster after the trade. He was still like putting the team on his back. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you know how he is come postseason time. So yeah, they're gonna be interesting to see. But I think I um I pick Cleveland to win the series. I think if. Indiana could give more than what people think they're gonna give because I think mostly people only give them gonna give them one game. I think Cleveland can get them in six. I think they can get two games. You I think, think they get two? I think they can get two games. I think they can get one in Indiana and one in Cleveland. They can get two. 
they could get to. This is just it's just something the about going to have to play like the the man that right exactly exactly look, look that's what, right. But it's it's like I'm going against that, and I'm also going against like okay, is LeBron supporting is uh LeBron supporting Cavs going to put up consistently every game of the series, like or, or is LeBron going to have to put up thirty two, eleven and nine every game? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I feel if and that's the thing with. With Cleveland, we know LeBron. He probably one of the he's one of the best athletes we ever seen. So he's he's always in shape. But can Cleveland keep up if LeBron gets tired? It's actually like funny. You out the game. Can they keep up with Indiana? It's actually funny you said that. I was having a discussion with my buddy in class the other day. It was basically basically his argument was I don't think the guy was too far on the sport of basketball because his reasoning didn't make sense. Basically, what I was saying was he wanted us to have Cleveland first round. I'm like, I don't want LeBron first round. Like, if I don't have to get LeBron first round, I'm cool with that. Right? Right. So, I'm thinking of it as the aspect as, oh, all right, we get LeBron second round conference finals. I'd rather I'd rather a more tired 33-year-old LeBron later in the playoffs than catching them fresh beginning of the playoffs. He's like, no, you should win him first round. You're going to lose to him anyway. I'm like, that's not the logic, though. The logic is you want to get as, as deep into the playoffs as you can regardless of who you're going to play. You know what I mean? This this is my thing. But like but like you said, though, I'd rather have a more tired LeBron like who, than a fresh who LeBron. Wants, who wants LeBron James round one of the playoffs? Nobody. I don't. I don't. And look up, and then you can look up his numbers and stats from round ones. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron dominates round ones. He he goes off. He goes not only, off. Not only does he dominate round ones, he's literally like all he's a, a top prospect in the league. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like right, I'm not prospect, but he's like numbers in almost everything. Yeah. This is the best he's ever ever yeah. been in. Uh, yeah. From what what I've saw of LeBron James, I haven't seen a season better. Like Le- LeBron is literally, I've never been a LeBron fan of my life. This year, he's made me a fan, and and I'm, I can admit that. You feel me? I was still never like LeBron because they put us out of the playoffs back back in the day. You feel me? Yeah. When he was he whispered in my man Gil ear, but <laughs> yeah, I could never like he leading the league in minutes with thirty eight point eight minutes. Yeah, His field goal percentage is fifty point four. He's shooting, he shooting okay from the three, 34.4. The thing that's got me with LeBron this year mm-hmm. is he's found a way to and, – and I'm not even surprised. Like, I knew this would have been coming for LeBron, like, once he got later in age. Like, all right, mm-hmm. once he starts losing his athletic ability, he going to improve shooting. If I'm not mistaken, he's shooting, like, 36% from three this year. Mm-hmm. I'm almost positive, but he's shooting, like, 36% no, from, from three this year, bro. 34%. 34? 34? 34? Okay. I think it dropped a little bit. He probably stopped missing some. Okay, but I'm like, okay, well, as he loses his athletic ability, he's gonna improve that jump shot. Mm-hmm. The thing is, he's improved the jump shot, but he's just as athletic as he's ever been. So it's like, exactly, <laughs> it's like okay, and he's and never going to end. Twenty-seven, seven, and seven, bro. And he's always going to be smart. 33. So you know what I mean, it's not like he's going to lose intelligence. He's always going to be maybe the smartest basketball player every. Not even maybe the smartest basketball player on the floor every night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So exactly. Like Braun has Braun Braun is like, I'm looking at his career numbers. He's played 82 games this season. 
You feel he's averaging? No, he's not averaging a career. He's averaging a career best. And let me see. No, he is averaging. He's averaging he's, 36 he, points. He's shooting 36, 36 for the three, right? I knew yeah, I was. Right. Yeah, man, he's going. Am, am I mistaken? He has like the same shoot percentage as like a from the three. If I'm not mistaken, I, I want to say a guy you would have thought would have been higher than like a 36%. He's shooting right at the same range. That's how I knew. I was like, okay, well, yeah, LeBron's really. Like, this and, the but they're leaving him open too, though. They're leaving him open a lot too. Like they the give him highest he's been in his career. Yeah, they give him a lot of open threes too. Yeah, because they don't they don't believe a lot of people don't believe in it. I do. Like he's attempting. I've seen enough. <laughs> he's attempted more threes ever he's had in the career this season too. I've seen enough. <laughs> he's shooting fifty four point two percent. Yeah, disregard those stats I gave you at first. I'm I'm running them back now. Yeah, LeBron is 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 doing it all, man. Like seriously, I'm 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 impressed. Man, I ain't even I ain't even impressed, bro. You wanna know what's crazy, man? He could come in playoffs next season and do something else. Yeah, playoffs is a whole different LeBron. LeBron LeBron something else in the playoffs. It's crazy because we thought LeBron a few years ago averaging averaging a triple double in the finals. We like, oh he don't get no better than this. But it, it but it does. It does. <laughs> it does. You know why I like LeBron that year? Because I've never liked LeBron not being aggressive. When LeBron's not aggressive, I hate him. Yeah. Because he, as the best player on the team, on the floor at all times, your job is to be aggressive. Yeah. I hate passive LeBron James, man. Like, that's what that's what I feel separates him from Michael Jordan and Kobe. It's, I don't think, he, I don't think, me personally, I don't think he has the heart that they have. I could, and, and you feel the same way I feel, because I feel like no one can ever, when they bringing up the, Jordan, LeBron debate, they can never when someone's always saying, when, when they're saying Jordan's better when, and the thing that really irks me about that debate is when people are like, oh, it's Jordan, they're saying it like it's a snap of a finger decision you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, I feel like it's something to talk about, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now more than ever, like, this been this has been a discussion for the last six, seven years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when LeBron was in his prime years in Miami, it was a discussion then, but I feel like the Jordan and LeBron thing, no one can ever really debate that without bringing up six rings. When they're talking about Jordan, I feel like if you're gonna with a snap of a finger say, oh, LeBron, I mean, Jordan is better than LeBron or greater than LeBron. I, you you got to say more than just those six rings. And I feel like that's hard for people to say because when you actually look at LeBron, like, it's, he's different. He's, 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 he's different. He's, he's more of a world-minded player. But don't, by any means, I'm always going to pick Jordan. It's just like you said, from that hot standpoint. This like, what I, this when, what I jo- when, when Jordan stepped on the floor, it was like a glow around his body, bro. Like, he was the guy. I'm going to tell you another, another thing that separates the two, right? Jordan never handpicked the team. Yeah. He's never he's played with who he had. You feel me? On top, he stayed with one team. Jordan has always Jordan has always had a better supporting cast than LeBron though. I disagree. You don't think so? Well, I'm talking like so. overall supporting cast besides his Miami teams. You don't think I think, I think his original uh Cleveland team was was uh skillfully, not as far as a unity. But I feel like skill-wise, I feel like he had, you know, he had a better opportunity at beating um beating teams than he than Jordan had. 
Like I feel you think like so? I feel like when he got Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving, I mean, only thing you can they didn't have playoff experience. Oh, when he first as, got back to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And as far as pure skill sets, I don't feel like it was comparable to be honest. Like he had everything that you needed. He had shooters. He had a point guard. He had a big man that can rebound. He had one of the best offensive rebounds in the team and Tristan Thompson at the time. Like, what didn't he have? I'm still lost as the as this little this little fandom they was trying to throw at Tristan Thompson last year. I'm like, I don't see nothing. Y'all seeing this guy. He got paid to be a he rebounder. Was more so, he was more so a hustle player. Right. That's exactly what he is. And I'm like, y'all paid this guy to grab rebounds and hustle. That's exactly what they paid him for. I do want to talk about this before we get into you know the rest of the rest of the uh, Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. The fact that if Cleveland wins and we win, that we play each other in the second round is horrible. And we we go more into no 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 no. We could no we could dive in that real quick, bro. We lost that game to Orlando, bro. You think we that did on pissed purpose? me off? No, we didn't do it on purpose, bro. That really pissed me off, bro. We win that game, bro. We don't play Cleveland in the second round. And- we don't play Cleveland until conference. You know what I mean? We win that game, then it's the Wizards versus Boston. No, if we win that game, we play Philly first one. Right. Because we'd have ended up in the sixth seed because both uh, all three of us lost that night. Miami lost in overtime. Yep. We we lost. Bucks got blown out. Exactly. And Milwaukee got blown Ooh, out. Bro, you might gotta you might have to tell me to hold back when we get to talking about this Boston and Milwaukee series. Cause I'm a, well, I might well, I might well, I got some stuff to get off my chest, but I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I, I got some I got stuff it. to get off my chest. So next next we go we clean then we we pretty much touched on um Philly and um Miami. So I, I think I got game one. I think Philly Philly takes game one. Yeah, Philly take game one. Philly takes game one. Yeah, Boston, Philly gonna take game one. Boston, Boston and Milwaukee. Let's talk about it, Bruh. Giannis, Giannis, Giannis has been rubbing me the wrong way these last like month, this last like month and a half, two months. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Listen, bro. Okay, so they AFC, right? So they AFC, he come out two weeks ago saying he's still MVP. He said, yeah, he did. He does say that. And I'm like, I'm like, Media like to pick and choose when they when certain players say certain comments who they want to blast and put on on national. Let's, you know what I mean? Let's talk about it, bro. Let's talk about. So it. this guy comes out. This guy comes out at this moment as he's saying this. They're seven C. They're seven C. He comes out and says, "Oh yeah, um, I'm still MVP." Mind you, he clearly hasn't been the same player post All Star break that he was pre All Star break. Hmm. But you don't say stuff like that. Come out last game of the season, stink it up like that. But hey, and I, let's talk. About and it. people, the way people talk about Giannis, like people give me these. I've, I keep hearing this KD comparison to Giannis because of size, and I feel like that is totally disrespectful to Kevin Durant. Like Kevin Durant may, is maybe going to retire the greatest score ever. The, the greatest score ever. I feel, I feel like he's going to retire the greatest scorer ever. Mm. Giannis, I don't even think Giannis with a jump shot is Durant. Like, Giannis is just a player of his own. Like, he's something, you know what I mean? He could get he could get to the basket with two steps, you know what I mean? But I feel like people comparing him to Durant is a stretch. Like, that's a stretch. 
that is a stretch. But I like Giannis a lot, but I feel like media and mainstream services and sites should have been putting a little more pressure on him towards the end of the season, seeing as though he hasn't really been. Technical difficulties. We right back. We right back. We had a couple of technical difficulties. Not bad, bro. But um, what were you saying about Giannis again? Oh, yeah. Um, basically, I just feel like Giannis is just, just to sum it up, he got a lot to prove, bro. Mm-hmm. Giannis has a lot to prove, bro. I've it's like I want to pick him in the series because it's like Boston just they don't have Kyrie, they don't have Gordon. I want to pick him in the series, bro. But it just seems like Brad Stevens knows he could get a group of guys where he could coach those group of guys where he could make something work, bro. Listen, he really, he could really make something happen, bro. I'm being a hundred and ten percent honest with you. I have Boston winning this series in seven games. I won't lie to you. I think Boston can get them out of here. Because so you, get, I, you got I Boston, Boston in seven? I got Boston in seven. Boston in seven? Yes. I think even though in the playoffs we usually go by the play when you have the best player on your team, you win most times. Yeah. Like as far as the player that plays the the best in this series. But this time I'm I'm gonna have to disagree. I'm I'm, I'm gonna have to disagree. I think you have the better unit the wins this series because I feel I feel peace if you want to go peace for peace Milwaukee should be should sweep Boston this season. yeah yeah they should but they're not though that's the they're thing. not going to they not I think Brad Stevens is such a basketball that's my in my my personal opinion I believe he's the second best coach in the league behind Pop I'm, I could I could be wrong I mean as far as now as far as today not overall as far as today yeah. I feel like he's the second best coach. As far as basketball, man, he's brilliant. Like, like the way he hit Isaiah Thomas in that Wizards series mm-hmm. last year, it was amazing. It was amazing because every almost every play he got he got your man Isaiah. I mean, Marcin Gortat on um Isaiah Thomas. I don't even want to hear that name, bro. Don't even say his <laughs> name no more, bro. I don't even want to hear that dude's name, man. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, but yeah. To, to sum it up, though. I definitely think I'm gonna go with Boston and seven for this series. So I feel like they're gonna they're gonna play the better as a unit. The ball movement, the defense. I feel like it's all gonna be, it's all gonna be perfect. It's going to be perfect. I'm going Milwaukee seven. Milwaukee seven. I'm going Milwaukee seven. I'm going Milwaukee seven. Oh, and I'm gonna love uh, Jabari Parker and, and Tatum all series. Oh, that's gonna be something to see. That, yeah, I think that's gonna be. But something the thing to see. is though, I feel you should. Me personally, I feel like in a for the playoffs. I'm switching Parker. I'm bringing Parker in the starting lineup, and I'm bringing Middleton off the bench. I feel like you put pressure on them early with Jabari, like you said against Tatum. Mm-hmm. Brad Stevens not gonna prepare for that. He, he can't. He's not gonna be prepared for that. And after two games, you do it. You send him back to the bench just to throw him off and tell him and switch up your game plan. Yeah, and and I love the opportunity Terry Rozier got. Just I think yeah. I think he started maybe what. 27, 20, 29 games mm-hmm. the whole season. And he averaged in, in, in those spots, he averaged like 18, 18.7 assists, six assists. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. this is a good opportunity for him. I feel like I don't want to say a few years he could be a starter somewhere on a team, mm-hmm. but I feel like he could really be a key piece to every team he plays on for the rest of his career. Like Terry Rose is good. I ain't really – he actually proved me wrong because he couldn't he, he couldn't shoot a lick coming out of I mean he couldn't shoot the three at all coming out of mm-hmm. Louisville. But he was always a pesky defender, but now that he's he can actually shoot the three, like 
I can I can remember every time we've played those guys this year, Terry Rosier has hit some very huge shots in the fourth quarter. Every time we right. every time we play Boston. Yeah. So or and, or in general, anytime because I think Boston leads the I think they have the most wins when they have won a game like less than five seconds, bro. I think like ain't like they're like in the clutch, they have the most wins. Like they really go off in the clutch. I've I can kind of my Fingers, bro. How many times you see Jason Tatum or Terry Rozier hit a shot at the end of the game? I can get him there. Or during crunch time at the end of a game. That should be dope. I think Jalen Brown, if he plays four quarters how he played the first quarter against us the last game of the season, I mean, not last game, but when we played Boston towards the end of the season, I feel like Boston is a problem. If you had somebody like Jason Tatum scoring like that, what can you do? That's the thing, though. That's the thing. You got to hope Brown and Tatum are consistent the whole series, though. It's still something I don't trust about Brown offensively, though. Like, yeah, he's had some good scoring, scoring our burst the whole season, bro, but it's still something about his offensive game, like overall offensive game. I don't think it's ready for this half court playoff grind, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. Jason Tatum's the real deal, though. Jason Tatum is the real deal. Jason Tatum <laughs> yeah, is the real deal, the, bro. I've been watching that, that guy every, Everybody wants to talk about. Everybody wants to hear us talk about. Toronto versus the Wizards. They need to stop disrespecting us, bro. They disrespecting us. They, they, I'm, I'm hearing Let's sweet. go in. Let's, before we get into it, we're going to run down the matchup, you know. We're going to run down statistics, you know, team stats, team stats versus we're going to look at the stats on both ends and their stats for the season. Like right now, you know, Toronto, they're one of the faster paced teams in the league, mm-hmm. 99.8, 13th in the league. Mm-hmm. But we are 18th, mm-hmm. 98.9. We're 18th in the league. So versus us, versus the Wizards, I'm giving you their stats versus the Wizards this season. And we're going to break down this matchup. And then, because everybody wants to know why Wizards fans believe that the Wizards will win the series. And I'm pretty sure they want to know why Toronto fans believe that they will win solely based off them being number one in the East. That's, and that's, and that's the only reason people are saying, okay, Toronto. Like, I feel like they're like the most liable number one seed we've seen in a very long time. But like, we're not your ordinary eighth seed, bro. Like when we're on, we're when we're on our game, we're natural ordinary AC, and we fail to AC due to wall band hurt and just. That's why I tell people the Wizards have not had a hundred percent healthy team since day one. Right. The Wizards have not had a hundred percent. I gotta say it again because we haven't we haven't been healthy since day one. Wall played hurt the beginning of the season. Then we well we missed about forty two games without Wall this season. Yep. So that's half the season. So how can how do you expect a team like I I seen comments on Instagram saying that the Wizards barely made the playoffs with John Wall, but that's incorrect. John Wall barely played this season. The thing I've noticed that people would love to say about the Wizards, the I uh, there are a lot of opinions about the Wizards, but not a lot of viewers of the Wizards. These guys aren't watching the Wizards basketball game. These guys aren't watching Wizards basketball games. And I've also noticed as well, too, that I've heard a lot of, well, we're disappointed in the Wizards. Woo, woo, woo. 
Y'all never have these expectations for us, though. If anything, the fans are more your, disappointed than you guys are. We're the one with these expectations. Y'all are not. Right. You know what I mean? You like, the we're wizards, the Wizards aren't. My bad, my bad, bro. Go ahead. I'm like, it's it's like whenever we don't show up at at, at certain times, it's always well, we had better expectations. You you guys don't. You you don't. It's 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 always when when we playing good. Is yeah, this is what we expect. Ooh, but they don't even expect that when we on our game. It's just something about the Wizards that I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. That's just a DC sports thing, anyway. That's just something that's never going to be changed. So, but so I just you know the Toronto Raptors. They're a better three point shooting team than us, if I'm not mistaken. When we look at at home against the Wizards, the Toronto Raptors shoot twenty three point eight percent from three point range this season. When they're at home, when they're at home. Well, so, like, well I'm, actually, I'm actually not even really too worried about the three, though, because this season we've actually defended the three better than the past few years. I remember because these last few years, our issue on defense was defending the three. But so I think we did pretty good this year, though. Offensively, as far as scoring, like, their numbers are down at home against us. And they start at home, so these numbers work in the Wizards' favor. I'm I not just say us for bias, for bias reasons. But, yeah, the they work – they work and at home. This is the stats work towards us. Even though we split, if we're looking at these numbers, numbers are better for. They look better in our in our you know in our case. I just feel like Wall not playing all four games and we split the season two two says a lot. Like they haven't seen Wall yet. I remember right. at the beginning of the season when Wall didn't play, we dominated Toronto. Mm-hmm. Was that early November? We dominated. Uh, Toronto when we first played them. You know what I mean? Like, I think I feel like people got to open their eyes when it comes to Toronto. And then who's to say, like, Toronto's going to up and just change their playoff ways? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're, they're terrible in game ones. Like, they don't win game ones. Like, they need to play game – like, they need to play this game one tonight like it's a game seven. Right. They need to. You know what I mean? Yeah, surprisingly – yeah. On the road, you know, surprisingly on the road – our three point percentage is better than theirs are is at their house. I'm not surprised 52% at all. Two percent in Toronto from three. I'm not surprised at all, bro. When we're on our tip top game, bro. When it, if we're on our tip top game this series, this won't go seven. Then this I, won't I, go seven. Now I say this series is going to depend on the back on bench on our bench. The bench is too, yeah, yeah. That's one thing I can say too. Which is why Casey does deserve Coach of the Year. He changed the whole philosophy of that team. Got all those young guys to buy in, bro. And they had they best season in franchise history. Best season in franchise history. I give them they respect. I give them they respect. Demar has played in and and Lowry taking that back seat is what helped them. But it's the it's the playoff woes that worry me. That's why I'm about Tor- exactly. Toronto. It's they they aren't statistically. They're not, like they're not good in the playoffs. Lowry disappears. The Rosen, they made it to you know conference finals, but the Rosen has put them on their back. Like looking at their playoff numbers, because it's a it's a battle of the backcourts. So of course you you we know whichever backcourt plays better, the other team the is going to win this series. But benches do mean a lot too. But 
Wall has been statistically better than Lowry in the playoffs, and yeah. Bill has been on par with um, last the season. Rosen. Last season, Wall and Westbrook were on a tear the first two rounds of the playoffs. They were putting up numbers you know, we never Wall, seen before. At, when Wall got eliminated from the playoffs, he averaged, he had the most points in the playoffs. Yeah. Like everybody. Yeah. Yeah. We just, man, we need Uber to break out of whatever he's in right now. With this shooting slump, this little taking breaks on defense, you need to break out of all that right now. We don't have the time. Bradley Bill or, or John Wall? Oubre. He's been out on the He needs to get out of that. He, he's been on a shooting slump, and he's been playing defense whenever he wants, but he needs to break out of that. We don't have time for that. This Not this postseason. We don't. We don't. Make sure you follow us. The Wiz Report. Wiz Report on Twitter. Oh, yeah, Wiz. At Wiz Report. Make sure you follow us. Wiz Report on get, Twitter. Follow, make sure you follow Follow my boy D Nash. Let him know. Let him know to follow you at on Twitter. You can follow me right on Twitter. I'm. It's actually on Twitter. It's at Young Two Underscores Nash. It's Two Underscores Instagram. It's at Young One Underscore Nash. But they both the same on Twitter and Instagram. And on, on Twitter, you can follow me at Keith Oliver at K E E S E O L I V E R. That's on. That's for all my tags, pretty much. Make sure you get me Facebook, Twitter. Any questions you want to ask us. You know, hit us up in the Wiz Report. Hit our email, contactwizreport at gmail.com. Make sure I got to plug that. Make sure you also follow DMV underscore SN, DMV, DMV Sports Network. We knew we spread and expanding. Yeah, so we're trying to spread DMV, and expand. We're going to be, we're gonna be the, the hottest topic in the DMV Facts. area soon. Soon, <laughs> sooner sure than you think. Us out. Sooner than you think. We got a lot of nice guys on the roster. We got a nice roster. Yeah. We, we got, got a, a nice lot of beautiful roster. articles on the website too. We so got a nice roster. Any Orioles, Nets, Nationals, Hoyas, Terps fans, make sure you check out our website. I need my Terps to come all. back, man. I need my boys to bounce back, man. <laughs> I need my boys. I ain't really. I mean, people always ask me too. Do I got a favorite college team? I don't. But whenever the Terps is on, man, those mm-hmm. my guys. I, I I was I was I was loving them a lot when um. The early 2000s, Steve Blake won Dixon years. So, career playoffs. Your boy shoots 40% from the field. Kyle Lowry, that is. The thing, the thing, the thing with Lowry, man, is his stats this season are misleading when it comes to what he actually can do. Like, he can really be one of those guys that can go off 25, 30 points if he wants to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he sh- he took a step back from scoring and shared the ball more. He took a step back from scoring. He shared the ball more. I think he went from what averaging like five assists last year. I think he's averaging seven assists this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's averaging seven assists this year. That's been huge for him. Like I said, KC changed their whole philosophy. But just their ball movement and those young guys buying them. But like you said, man, Lowry, he doesn't show up in the play in, in the playoffs at all. We know what you're gonna get from yeah, the road. I'm trying to give you his numbers. Like I say, he shoot 40% from field. That's not that's not good for that's not guard. good at all. He shoots 31 percent from the from three-point range. Mm-hmm. He shoots 45%, you know, two pointers. Let me see, it's free. Free throws, he on with free throw. He shoots seventy nine percent, eighty. So that's eighty percent. That's not bad. But um, his turnovers, his assists, four four point five assists, five and a half. No, four point five rebounds, five and a half assists, 
one one and a half steals. You know, he don't, he's not really a turnover guy. Personal fouls, he averaged about four personal fouls and reaping points. He's eighteen points a game. Oh yeah, Lowry's always been smart with the basketball though. He's always been smart with the basketball. Mm-hmm. So he's not really a turnover guy, but it's about is he going to exhibit aggression in this series? Because him and Wall, when they go against each other, and this is just the eye test from what I've seen. I, I've, I've rarely seen Kyle Lowry get out on John Wall. He's been – he's to be honest, Kyle Lowry's been the Achilles heel for the postseason. The, the Rosen has always stepped up more during the postseason than um, mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry has. That's really been the Achilles heel. But like you said, Wall dominates like it's, Lowry. It's the competition of the point guard position in the playoffs is going to determine a lot for a lot of teams, mm-hmm. though. Like, That's why, to be honest, well, I get there when we get there, but yeah, but yeah, like like you said, a whole lot of point guards, a whole lot of point guards. Yeah, man, I'm I, not really I, I too worried. Feel like this series is going to all depend on the backcourt play. And if I'm if I'm going, like I said, if I'm going off the eye test, if I'm going both both players, like player for player. I'm going, I mean, as a unit, I'm going with Wall and Bill. Yeah, I'm going with Wall and Bill. And I was just about to bring up Bill anyway. Bill hasn't even got the respect he deserves this year. I feel like Bill went on a a, a, a slide towards the end of the season. He did. He did because he was he was sort of in that low when, when Wall was out. That's, mm-hmm. that. I, my, that's why I feel like, honestly, the Wizards, the, the, we're going to get into it because we still got to talk about the Ty Lawson signing and we have to discuss um, – Jody Meeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, Definitely talking about um, Jody Meeks. I feel the Tyler Lawson signing came a little too late because as, as Ramon Sessions, as good as he can be, Ty Lawson can do what he can do plus score. Yeah, that's why I like – I mean, I hear a lot of guys be like, yeah, what's the point of the signing? I mean, I feel like, to be honest – I like the signing. It came late to me. Yeah, it came real. I feel like, to be honest, like, if we was to have had, like, Ty Lawson doing training camp, I feel like – Sadaransky wouldn't be in the position he's in. You know what I mean? Like Tyler, I feel like Tyler Lawson when he's on his game, he's very. I mean, people forget he used to start at one point. You know what I mean? He was a starting point guard in, his, in in the league at one point. Yeah, like he could still go and get you a bucket. I, I mean, I like. I mean, the signing the signing would have meant a little bit more. Been, I'd have been a little bit feeling a little bit better about it. Like he could have been happened earlier than what it did. We were looking at him earlier uh, in the season anyway, but we just didn't sign him. Oh, Ty Lawson. Yeah, Ty Lawson, yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's going to be a, a huge asset in the playoffs. I'm I'm praying, like last year, we give him more opportunity than we gave Brandon Jennings. Brandon Jennings, I don't feel like we gave him enough opportunity, but also I feel like he wasn't being as aggressive as he, as he should have been. Yeah, he wasn't. He Like, he had he showed flashes. When it was one game against Atlanta, uh, it was Atlanta first round last year mm-hmm. when he scored 10 straight points. Mm-hmm. You feel me? He showed flashes of who he could have been. So I'm hoping we give Ty, Ty Law the opportunity to actually play more, especially we if we make it out the first round because we're going to need our bench to take some of the load off the guys. We need everybody to step up. Sadoransky has to play at a high level that he's been playing at. We need Kelly Oubre to get out of his shooting slump. We need Oubre we need to Mike Scott to Mike's, go back yeah. to – we need the Mike first Scott half of the season, to Mike start Scott. getting some shots. We need Mike Scott yes. to start getting some shots. We need Mahimi to keep keys and out another one. He's going to be a bigger factor than people think he is. Mahimi has been good the second half of yeah, the season. He's been season. very good. Yeah, he's been he's he stepped it up. I feel defensively, he's our better option 
at, at the big. I like him a lot better than I do Gortat. Gortat has to get his head in the game, too, because Valanciunas always seems to give him a hard time to go. Where every big man in the league gives him a hard time to go. But every time we play Toronto, mm-hmm. Valanciunas, he matches his physicality. Like, Gortat tries to get a lot of... Gortat, I feel like Gortat, it's not Gortat's skill set that I hate. It's his effort that I hate. Yeah. I feel like he doesn't put the effort that he could put every night in and night out. Mm-hmm. Granted, he's getting older, but I still don't feel he should, you know, he should be matching his intensity that he could. When Wall plays, he should play like that all the time. Yeah. Cause Wall, he feeds him. He puts he put he put foods in his hand. Like he doesn't have to cook his food. He don't have to warm it up. He doesn't have to <laughs> He doesn't have to do any of that. He has food right in his hands. And my my boy, Aaron, just walked in. Aaron, what's, what's up, bro? What's hey. going on, bro? What's going on? How y'all doing? Not much, man. We've been missing you, man. We've been missing you. <laughs> my bad. I had some technical difficulties. That's all. It's all good. So right now, we we what, matter of fact, I want your take. Well, how do you feel? You know, the Wizards are going to do against the Toronto Raptors. Um, honestly. Being the biased Wizards fan that I am, I don't think they're really going to do that well against the Raptors this year because you can tell the, the last about 15 games, they've been playing terrible defense, getting beat by bad teams, like the worst teams in the league. So unless they figure out how to play defense in like two days, it's – I don't know. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I, just... I, I agree too. I have one question just to counter that. How many of those 15 games have we played with our best player? How many? Well, I played, what, like three three games, something like that? Three games, right? So, yeah. I feel like it would be a huge difference. Like, that's what I, I was just telling, man, Lante was just talking. I feel with playoffs coming up, everybody knows that they have to step their game up, one. And two, the fact that our best player haven't been with us for over half of the season – that, that says a lot that we even made the playoffs without Wall. Nobody people, expected yeah, to Yeah, people did expect Wall. us to fall That's a good point. to fall flat on our face. People did expect you feel me? us and, to fall flat on even our without, face. Even when Wall was playing, we haven't seen the Wizards at 100% this season. We haven't seen our health hasn't been at 100%. We haven't even had a chance to get into a flow of an offense this season. We haven't had a chance to have a our defense correct because we have to switch it up once our personnel goes out and comes in. Auto's been hurt on and off this season. You feel me? So it's been we haven't had a consistent I don't think we had a consistent cast this season to even be well enough to talk about us not being good enough. You feel me? No, I definitely agree. I, I will say too though that even without Wall, I mean the team shouldn't collapse without him because Beal is an all-star too. Auto's mm-hmm. a great player. Mm-hmm. Marquise is a good player. Like they, sh- it shouldn't just be so dependent on Wall. Like they won all those games. They were able to when Beal was playing really good. I don't know why what happened towards the end when they started losing, but I definitely feel like Beal, Porter, Gortat, Morris, Oubre should be able to beat the Chicago Bulls <laughs> or the Atlanta Hawks. Definitely, or the Orlando Magic. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're right. It's, it's, I, I agree so much. It's it's like we can't. How we played those first five games. Oh, best believe. We won on that five-game winning streak when Wall first went out. I feel that intensity should have been kept up. Absolutely. To be like, honest, to, to be honest, though, I look at it like this. If we play 
Toronto the way we played the last like week and a half of the season, they're gonna sweep us. They're gonna sweep yes. us. We're gonna get swept if we play the way we played the last week and a half, two weeks of the season, and they're playing at the top of their game. We're lucky to even get one. I'm just gonna be right. honest with you because we, I think I've seen enough of Toronto all season at the top of their game to know that Lowry's taking that back seat to let DeMar be that leading scorer on the team and let those, and let those role players do their thing. I've seen enough. If but, Lowry takes a back seat in the playoffs, Toronto gets swept. Ooh, that's a hot take. <laughs> Wall, Wall and Bill are not playing. I know we know them I'm, two. I'm not, I'm like not really. The I'm, last about 10, 15 games, he hasn't been Bill. But if – if Lowry thinks he can let the Rosen run the show and beat the Wizards, he's stupid. I'm, I, I'll tell you that now. I'm man. I'm. I always get excited for playoff ball and build, especially playoff build. Playoff build. Different. Playoff build is he's like he's field the perfect. He the perfect. He the perfect like player to so he can't. He, you know he what I mean? Compliments ball game. Very much. Playoff build. It's like this night and day with him. Playoff Bill is special, like, and we seen that when he was like twenty years old. Playoff Bill is special. Well, well yeah, when that in that Chicago series, right. he outplayed Jimmy. Yeah, to be honest, I think, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think he's like the youngest guy to have three twenty-five point games in a playoff was twenty-first birthday. I think yep. he, the only other guy to do that was Magic. I think <laughs> he was. So I mean, I think he's seen enough, but I really do feel. I well, to, this is what I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Wizards seven. I'm going Wizards and seven. Ooh. See. I was, I had it like that. I'm going Wizards. Seven. I don't want to go. I don't want to. I don't want to go Wizards six because I just have that much respect for Toronto and what Dwayne Casey's done for that team. Is, but I'm going us in seven because I feel like playoffs different from the regular season. Like you playing these guys every other day, adjustments got to come quicker. You know what I mean? And I feel like, to be honest. Wall and Bill are very hard to adjust to because they're so good. I feel like you can adjust to Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan a little bit easier than you could adjust to Wall and Bill. You know what I mean? Because Wall and Bill complement each other a lot better than Lowry and DeMar do. They're both – the be honest, I mean, of course, of, of course they both they both can shoot, but they're rather get majority of their points by driving to bats, especially DeMar DeRozan because he's not a perimeter shooter. But I feel like – what we've especially what we've seen for Wall last few games, he's been hitting the uh, open the, the open threes. If we can if, if he can if he can hit his open threes, and we can and we can get Ubre out of his slump and Porter can hit some shots, it's going to be a long series for Toronto, and a lot of people will oh, yeah. open their eyes. It's going to be a very very long series. I'm gonna give y'all an interesting stat about Kelly Ubre, right? Said the Wizards outscored their opponents by 4.9 per 100 possessions in 911 minutes when Kelly Oubre was on the floor with Otto Porter. But when we were outscored by 6.7 points per 100 possessions in 577 minutes when Oubre was on the floor with Marquise Morris, that pretty much means Oubre and Porter uh, is our go-to small lineup. I'm actually always, I actually do this yeah. on 2K a lot. I do this on 2K a lot. I always want to see Wall Bill. I always want to see uh, a Wall Bill, um, Ubre Porter, and Keith lineup. I always want to see that. I always yeah, want to see that. That's shooting, that's shooting all over the floor. That's shooting all over the floor. Literally see, all over the floor. I want to see, like, 
now that the playoffs, I want to see different lineups. I don't want to see the same thing that that's we've been doing all season because nah, it hasn't been working. I'm not worried about that from Brooks. I want to see Wall and Lawson. I, I want to see the, Bill and Lawson. Yeah. I want to see, you know, Lawson. At one point, Lawson, Wall, and Bill, they have a small lineup. I want us to throw different lineups at Toronto because now with Ty Lawson, you can do so much different things that you haven't been able to do all season. Yeah. I'm so excited many to see, different things. I'm excited to see where he's at now. I haven't seen, you know, too much from the league because he's been overseas, but – I'm definitely excited mm-hmm. to see what he can bring to the team and how Scott Brooks is going to use him. Yeah. Is he, oh, I, is he gonna take I'm, we missed out on Jared Sellinger, man. Speaking oh, of Jared Sellinger, he was in a uh, one of those, I think it's a, a basketball championship they had by Baltimore. He was playing in that last summer. He looked good. Mm-hmm. He looked good. He looked good. It was a, uh, it's it's like, a, it's like basically the way they do it is they, um, like a whole lot of guys that went to the same college, they were they were all on one team. It was like he was on a team with like Aaron Kraft and a few other guys from Ohio State. He looked good last year, though. Mm-hmm. I think it's really crazy that Ball hasn't played in any all season meeting versus Toronto. I think that's gonna be the deciding factor. The fact that Toronto hasn't seen Wall, I think that says a lot. And now, and and then the fact that people are not even looking at that just shows the lack of respect you have for Wall. I feel like if you're going to a, a a series out the west or so and so, and then you're and then you're going um Golden State Houston, and I guarantee you, if Chris Paul didn't play all all however many times they played, they'll be bringing it up. I feel like Wall is that good of a player that you make relevant. Oh yeah, Wall didn't play Toronto all four games of the season. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. But I really do. I'm a little more optimistic about us because I know how good we are when we're on the top of our game and I also know how good we are against top competition and when there's something on our line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with, I absolutely agree with you because we have, each team has those two all-stars, all-star backcourts with, you know, Lowry, DeRozan, Wall, and Beal. I just think it's definitely going to come down to the bench because the reason Toronto is number one is because yeah. they have one of the best benches, second lineups in the mm-hmm. league with Van Fleet, CJ Miles always has great games against Washington. CJ Miles, man, I actually as soon as soon as they picked him up during the offseason, I got a little, I got a little, I got a little shaky because I'm like, I know what CJ Miles could do. I know what CJ Miles could do. Right. It's funny you even broke that up because as soon as they signed a fun fun fact. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at um, NBA.com on source my uh, my sources, cite my sources. So when Otto Porter. Is guarding Deron DeRozan. He's guarding him for in four games. He's guarding him for 156 possessions. DeRozan is shooting seven 47 percent field goal range when guarded by Otto Porter. Wow, that's ridiculous. Like Matt, the- when Kelly Oubre is guarding him and he's guarding him for 52 possessions. He averages sixty-one percent from the field. Wow! And uh, let me tell you this though, Bradley Bill, when he's guarding DeRod- Demar Derozan, I mean, when he's guarding Kyle Lowry, he held him to twenty-eight percent, and that's thirty-nine possessions. And when he's guarding Derozan, he's held him to forty percent. So it looks like <laughs> Brad on Derozan looks like our best matchup in this series. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. It's just I just I just worried about him. You 
losing so much energy on the defensive end against DeRozan because DeRozan's the best shooting guard in the East. You know, I definitely think it's like, you know, DeRozan. Oh. Got disconnected. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a few more times to go toss. He'll be back, though. He'll be back. But, yeah, what he was saying about DeMarto, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure the, the, the route he was going, when DeMar's on his game, he, he's on his game. Yeah, like even, but the thing, right? But listen, mind you, I just told you, right? On the flip side of auto, my my bad, Aaron, you can go ahead and finish. Oh, no, that's okay. Go ahead. I don't think that was me, but I'm just saying you can go ahead and finish. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It just dropped off. Yeah. So you were saying DeRozan is one of the best, you said defensive guards in the East? No, I was just saying like all around because DeRozan definitely took that next step. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. In his career, so just like you said with that stat, you said about Bradley Beal playing playing defense on him, just using so much energy against DeRozan, and is that going to take away from his, you know, his offense yeah. during the game? See, but on the flip side of the Auto Porter matchup, Auto is shooting fifty three percent while being guarded by DeRozan. Auto man, Auto man, Auto. The thing with Auto man is Auto's not having a bad year. Like he's had he's. Auto's not having a bad year at all. Like he's oh, mm-hmm. no, no. he's had a very good year. I mean, fourteen See, points. I think, six I think rebounds. last year was better. It's yeah, more no, so easy was last year was better. But I mean, mm-hmm. he's still shooting. I mean, he has a higher three point percentage than he did last year. Really? Yeah. I mean, he shot forty three last year. This year he shoot uh forty four. You know what I mean? I feel like forty four. You shoot forty four, and he's still shooting fifty percent from the field. Mm-hmm. He's averaging more points. He's averaging more points. He's averaging. Maybe like a half a, a point more assists, same amount of rebounds, but he's he's having really this uh, almost identical year of what he had last year, mm-hmm. and I think that's I mean we didn't expect that we did expect maybe from that fourteen to to maybe increase to maybe like a seventeen or eighteen, but mm-hmm. Wall of course Wall got hurt, so that messes up a lot. Be- but even before Wall got hurt, it's like the chemistry we didn't really have what we needed there, so but Porter still found his way. But I feel like. The deciding factor in the series, though, just like I said, the benches. But I feel like if Porter could hit some shots, like if we could get like out of seven games of this series, if we could get like two games from Porter from like a 20, 22 point game, they will be good. I think Porter's going to be an X factor too because a lot of people are now really looking at him like he's really like a, 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 a great wing on our team. But like, what about keep key players when you look on the other side of Toronto? Like they're going through DeMar DeRozan and uh, Kyle Lowry offensively when their five is on the floor. We could really like let Wall and Bill be those facilitators. You know what I mean? I feel mm-hmm. like t- Toronto's going to have to depend on their backcourt a little bit more than we're going to have to depend on ours if our players step up. So, do you feel that now that Jody Meeks gone for twenty five games? Do you feel that Ty Lawson was a was was a good pickup now I, that Meeks gone? I mean, to be honest, to be honest, the Lawson pickup, I'm looking at it a little different. Yeah, a lot of people looking at it. I don't I'm not really worried about the the Meeks situation because Meeks wasn't really like doing much for us anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I I feel like they're gonna do a lot of uh, a lot of saddle, a lot of saddle off the ball at the two. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to do a lot of settle off the ball at the two, and we're going to see a lot more Tim Frazier. 
I want to say a lot more than Tim Frazier. But to be honest, I feel like if Ty Lawson could just uh, click on everything so quick, he could be that. He could come in and give us a scoring punch. I feel like that's really the real reason we got because they knew he could put the ball in the basket. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because I don't think teams really look to score. He's not really a scoring yeah, threat. Yeah, he's not. He's not. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, not since matter of fact, we talked about the Wizards. How, game, we're gonna go, run through the, all the series today, and we're gonna y'all predictions like a rapid thing. We'll get y'all predictions for each game gotcha. that's happening today. So, San Antonio, Golden State. Okay. Who y'all got? San Antonio, Golden State. Uh, San Antonio steals game one. San Antonio steals game yeah, one. San Antonio yeah. steals game one. What do you think, Talks? I think it's definitely. I think I'm gonna go the flip side with Golden State. I, I just think you know having KD, Clay um, Thompson, Draymond is gonna be too much. I mean, it's still the Spurs. They're always gonna make it. It'll probably. It's not gonna be like they're gonna beat them by 20 or anything. But I just still think you know, Golden State game one. I'm interested. You know, I'm interested State, too to see in that series too. It's gonna go that that Quinn Cook and Dewante Murray matchup. I'm really interested to see that because want to yeah, get me wrong, like this might be the biggest like project San Antonio's had to do. You know, like San Antonio, uh, San Antonio could go grab a guy and groom him and make him what they need him to be. I feel like this is their toughest test with Dewante Murray. You know what I mean? But he could defend, so I'm curious to see that matchup between him and Quinn Cook. But yeah, I got uh, San Antonio DMV. still in game Quinn one. Cook DMV. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a lot of guys from PG County playoff this year. You know what I mean? Jeff Green, Ty Lawson. Big, uh, a lot of guys. So yeah, yeah, you can see a lot of DMV guys as well. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, uh, San, you got, San Antonio so, still in it. Gotcha. Game one. See, which I got a funny thing about that series. I want to talk talk what about you- later. But um, I feel the series depends on which injured player comes back first. If Steph comes back. Cause I'm not. We not. Even, are we sure if he's playing today? Nah, Steph's not. I think. I think I was. I think I heard something yesterday. They said he's. They're looking for him to come back the second round. He's out the whole. The whole first round. He's not playing. Okay, so yet. if he. He's not playing Steph the whole first round. Comes yeah. back. Yeah. If he happens to come back before the series over, then Golden State wins this series. But if Kawhi comes back before Steph, I feel like Golden State in trouble. Is Kawhi? I mean, I'm not even. I don't even think Kawhi's coming back, bro. I'm not even. I'm. I'm I don't even think Kawhi's coming I'm, back, bro. I really don't. I don't. I was gonna say the exact same yeah. thing. I don't think he's gonna come back at all. He's been so anything, so. He's, he's been clear. Then he's like hurt again. I don't know. It's weird, man. So I got you. What Wizards Toronto? Who we got game one? Wizards still in game one. I actually yeah, we're just taking game one, man. I don't think one. Toronto. I think I, I think yeah. Toronto going to be thinking I, about those game one woes too much. They always have, bro. And I think we're gonna come out, bro. We're coming out with a purpose, yeah. bro. I really do feel like Wall has a lot. Wall has a lot. He was he, he want to prove all that talking they was doing when when he was out, bro, and saying he's how one of the. I still don't get this. How one of the best passers in the NBA is selfish, but they've been calling him selfish and this and that. But he has a lot. He want to prove, yeah. bro. And we're gonna steal game one. We're going to steal game one. You take a game one. I I do want to say it, it's definitely contingent upon Otto's health. And if Mike Scott is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I haven't heard anything yet, but I'm almost positive. I mean, they're saying he's going to more than likely be this that is questionable. So I'm pretty sure he's all right, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's all right. 
Okay. Miami yeah, versus Philly. He's definitely um Philly. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Philly, Philly game one. Yeah, Philly game one. I agree. I agree with game one. I don't think yeah, they. Absolutely. I, we. I don't think they take the series. We spoke on it earlier, but I got Philly game one. New yeah, Orleans against a case. Blazers. I forget now, this about is my favorite game of today. What? Well, um, Portland and um. New Orleans. This is my favorite game. Man, of today. I would be honest with you though. I have Portland in the series, but they're lucky the uh, boogie is out. They're so lucky AD, boogie is out. AD versus. Dame oh, yeah. Lillard, two MVP candidates. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a good one. I'm going. I'm okay. going. I don't. I'm. A, this is what I'm gonna I'm say. If Nurkic can make it hard for AD today, the Blazers. But off my the off top, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with New Orleans today. To be honest, bro, I really do feel like AD is gonna be off like some MVP type tough type stuff he was off when Boogie first got hurt. Like, he's going to go off the whole series, bro. I really do feel like he's going to go off the yeah. whole series, but I just think Dame and CJ, just that combination together. Dame and CJ together, I don't think... But, but of course, playoff Rondo is different. Like, we've seen before. Rondo I think people forgot they all, the Bulls almost swept Boston last year. I mean, they almost beat Boston last year, you know what I mean? Right. Before Rondo got hurt. And it was in a serious turn. When right. It was after but um, I just think that combination of Dame and CJ and Dame on another level right now. I just don't think outside. I don't think um the Pels have enough. You know what I mean? I don't think they have enough. I just I, I think that I think that's just what it is, bro. Like, that's my whole reason for why I reach. I got Portland, but I just don't think they have enough. And I think Portland have a have a whole. It's like they, they they got the chemistry. They've been together for a while. You know what I mean? They got that they got that playoff experience together. I feel like it's just gonna be too much of a load for AD. Not saying he can't carry it. I just that's just I just feel like that combination of Dame and CJ is gonna be too much. Absolutely, especially if they're on because I definitely can see each of them averaging yeah. over twenty for the yep. series, and and all they have to do is kick it out, and it's it's good. They're gonna cause problems. I mean. Drew Holiday, he's a, actually one of the, the better yeah, defenders, defending point guards in the league. But it's it's, it's Dane yeah. Lillard. He's going to get his. So he's not going to have like a 12-point What you think, Keith? Where you going with it, Keith? Oh, uh, between Portland and, Portland and Pills. I got New Orleans. You got New Orleans? How many? Uh, I, so you got it for the whole series or, or you just got no, it for tonight? No, no, oh, the series? Yeah. I don't know. I, it's, you don't know it's yet? It's tough to call. I have to wait till after game one. All right. Um, like, I, I got to see. I'm going see Portland both, game one, though. I am going Portland game styles. Because I feel Rondo is going to be an X factor in the series. His defense, yeah. his re, his defense is going to be on Dame Lillard. On Dame Lillard is going to be problems. Drew Holiday has been consistent this season. I got to see how Rondo plays. I got, yeah, I, I got Portland game one, though. I got Portland game one. So, yeah, same here, Portland from game. here, I want to segue. Until you know, I think this has been the most talked about thing over the last two weeks. Rookie of the year, because we 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 all as Wizards fans, we know what it feels like for. Oh yeah, for, the, for yeah. <laughs> ben Simmons is Blake Griffin. Yeah. Ben Simmons yeah. is Blake Griffin, and Mitchell was John Wall. So we know we know we know how it feels. Yeah. But these both both young guys been playing, you know, at a at a super high rate, a high level. 
they both carried their team into the, in the into the playoffs. But I, I so I'm gonna say this: who is who is your argument for D Nash? And let me know why you got who you got for rookie of the year. I'll, I'll go ahead. Uh, I don't say it should be Donovan Mitchell because look how well Utah is playing. And you can see what if people had a battery level like He is one of the focal like parts phone. of the You see a lot of us walking offense, around all day. Ben Simmons is playing very well. I think he's averaging 10, like, like 10, 8, and 8 or something like that. And But, he, you know, you still have Embiid. You have, I think it's like six or seven players on their team averaging double figures. But. Like I said, it's still like the sort of like the John Wall situation, but I, I definitely I think Donovan Mitchell should be the rookie of the year. Ah, man, it's hard for me though, man, when this comes up because I rooted for Donovan since day one. Like when they drafted him, I was like, yeah, I don't think Utah's gonna have to worry too much about going hey with this whole season. Like I wasn't like what Donovan's doing. I'm not even surprised. Like, but I gotta go Ben. I gotta go Ben Simmons because like. Just overall stats on both ends of the floor, like even defensively. Like he's already easily he already he he entered the league labeled one of the best defenders in the league. You know what I mean? He didn't even touch the floor, but I feel like what he does on both ends of the floor and being a six ten point guard. Like I think I just can't I just can't ignore what he did and like what just he did for Philly. Just just just. Just basically, like, I feel like, like, don't get me wrong, Donovan, what he's doing is great. He came, but he came to a, a team that chemistry was built. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they just, they went and, they went and plugged him in. I feel like Ben, like, they really, like, shifted a whole culture out there. You know what I mean? I feel like, and then, then I feel like that was all led by Ben. Like, I feel like if Ben went ahead the season they, that, that he's had, Philly wouldn't have, you know what I mean? Philly wouldn't be in the position yeah. that they're in, but like I said, it's hard for me to pick too. But just I just feel like just the overall stats of Ben Simmons and how he does what he does offensively and defensively, I gotta go Ben. I gotta go Ben. Now I will say too, he because Ben Simmons just had a great year. I even think he had an All Star level mm-hmm. season because he went, when I, when they had Dragic fill in, I was like I don't know. I, I think they definitely could have gave that to Simmons because like you said, like you, he. He just pops off your screen. Like, just with the eye test, the stats are definitely there. He, like, he's almost averaging a triple-double. But just watching the eye test, just seeing his game IQ that he has at this young age and how dominant he is. Like, he can, you know, he's – I think he's attempted, like, what, one three all season? So he knows his game and what his strengths are. And he, he used that to get – feed everybody the ball. Then get his when he, you know, feed – get his when he wants. Right. Uh, so it's not taking away anything from from Ben at all, but I just think he's playing with the team that they have because they have they're surrounded by shooters. Then those Ilyasova and Bellinelli pickups that they have, those are just it's just a team where it's it's so many players where it's easy to get assists. Where you know Mitchell, I mean he has Ingram and Gobert, but it's not really you know they're not full of shooters like I feel like Philly has. I feel you. I feel you. Mm, my my pick. So I, I, this this what we're gonna do first. We're gonna compare numbers. We're gonna compare numbers and then I'm gonna give you who I got. Mm-hmm. So rebounds, Ben Simmons got it. Eight rebounds to four. Assists, Ben Simmons got it. Eight assists to four. Steals, it's a slight edge from Ben Simmons. 
1.5 blocks. Uh, Simmons averaging almost one block. Uh, and um, my boy Mitchell's averaging 0.3 points. Mitchell got the edge 20 to 15. I don't think those numbers tell the story. And I'll tell you why. Philly this season, they was always – they didn't drop out of eighth place. They was between ninth and eighth the whole season. Before, you know, they, they got it together. They started picking pieces up and started to get healthy, and they started winning games. But Mitchell was 14 games out of eighth place. Like, by like people are forgetting this. And this is when he was still playing at a high level. Yeah. I feel Ben Simmons turned it up after the All-Star break. I feel like Ben Mitchell never turned it off. Yeah, I... This is and I, I, this is what I feel. I feel like it's that's and this season a tougher conference. The East has not been tough really for Ben Simmons this season. If and he had one of the easiest schedules in the I mean, don't get me season. wrong. I feel like that's the, that's another thing I, I like. Utah success in what Donovan's doing because he's doing it in the Western Conference. Now, yeah, I can give you that too. Yeah, he's doing. Most, I think he only definitely he, his record. I believe was they won forty nine games if I'm not mistaken. If I won if forty nine or forty. Last time I checked, they were they were won forty eight. Last time yeah, I that's what I'm yeah. saying. I think they won. They, yeah. they ended the season winning forty nine games. So it was only they only one game I think behind Ben Simmons' record. Mm-hmm. On top of the fact that he had to adjust with he pretty much got a, a lot of new players. They got it. They had a new new players, man. I, I don't know, man. I feel like I got you. Got to give Mitchell the Mitchell the edge, in my opinion. I just, I just feel like he, he did what he had to do with a tougher tougher opponents. This gonna be discussed for a long time, though. Even like, after the honestly, award, I feel definitely. just, and I'm not big no more on the um the rookie thing. I used to be upset about it, like when John Wall lost to Blake. I do feel like, I do feel like if you're um a rookie, a rookie should be that season you got drafted. Just my opinion, but it's not really anything to dwell on. But I feel I'm, I agree with John Wall. I think they should give it give it to both. Yeah, I like that though. I wouldn't be mad. At, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. I feel like they should give it to both. Is this something we're gonna talk about for you? If if one wins, everybody like it's like you can't. The other winner, you're gonna have so much backlash for whoever doesn't win. Would that be the first time, or if well, well, it's this like lopsided? I mean, or this this close? No, has there ever been a co-rookie? Say it one more time, bro. Has there ever? Has, will this be the first time that could be a co? I, I believe it will be. Okay. What about MVP? I think you should go to James Harden. Braun, man. I can't. Like you said, like it, honestly, it's another. I think it's another one of those. Braun, but but. Hey, yo, fellas! I had a quick technical difficulty. My phone had cut off as soon as you guys was like covering the year. I think I think it has been. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, I mean, I don't care anything as a recent, but I remember. I think Jason Kidd and Grant Hill was covering the year. Really? Yeah, I think Jason Kidd and Grant Hill won it both the same year. Okay. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah. I could be wrong, but if I'm not mistaken, Jason Kidd and, and Grant Hill won it both the same year. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, man, that's going to be tough. That's going to be a, t- a, a tough one. Though. But what you were saying, Keith? 
I was asking about MVP, but y'all know Ben Simmons has not made one three pointer this season. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's why. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's like he only attempted. He's like that's what I'm saying. He's like everything he's doing, bro. It's like you know what you're gonna get from him every game. Mm-hmm. You literally know what you're gonna get from him every game, and he's how important is free throw percentage to you guys? Huh? Playoffs are how important. It's very important. Playoffs is a lot, which is which is why I'm trying to trying to figure out why people have sixes advances so deep to the playoffs. They're young, you know what I mean? They're still yeah. young. That, I feel like it's very important. They are they I, are I, scary I team with with Embiid. Yeah, but I don't think this is the yeah. year for that. I don't yeah. think it's the year for yeah, Philly so, to go to the promised land. Yeah, some people are saying or picking them to go to the you know to the finals. Like be, I was like, I definitely don't see them beating Cleveland four times. You know what I mean? Like they're a great team, but I, I just don't see them getting past. Them. Right. Mm-hmm. Man, it's gonna be a debate, man. Like I said, I'm I'm rocking with Mitch. I gotta rock with Mitch and Spider Man. <laughs> but um. MVP, we're going we gonna to discuss the MVP. Oh, yeah, you're going to like this gonna, one, Keith. I know you wanted to talk about MVP, MVP Keith. We're going to close out after the MVP. Who you who you got, Nash? Harden, all the way. I'm going harder all the way, man. What Harden's doing, we've never seen. Harden leads the league in most made free throws. And I want to say most made threes, if I'm not mistaken. I think Harden leads the league in most made threes and free throws. That's never happened. Mm. That's never happened before. Harden was like I remember he started going on a tear like he was doing like he was having like total statistical stats that we've haven't seen from a player since like Jordan as far as like points assists and like true shooter percentage like it was at one point Harden had a true shooter percentage of like 60, 62% 63% like it was like Harden what Harden was doing was special but after that game against the Clippers and what he did to Wesley Johnson, I'm like, okay, yeah, Harden clearly wants to lock this award up and go ahead and, and So you and don't think LeBron has a chance? No, nah, LeBron definitely has a chance. But this is my thing, though. What LeBron is doing, like, ever since post-All-Star break, I wouldn't be surprised. I actually told a friend of mine, I said, if LeBron can go on a tear the second half of the season, he could actually win MVP. But I feel like he didn't win enough games. Cleveland didn't win enough games. I feel like if that's Cleveland why I could think have it's to. I'm, and I may have to change my answer from Braun to Harden. I feel like if that Cleveland could have won some reason. games while LeBron was having those crazy games, he was having the skyrocket a little bit higher in the seasons. I feel like if LeBron would have and Cleveland would have had the second half of the season, Philly had LeBron would LeBron could be MVP. Yep. Yeah. I feel like LeBron is always every season he's going to be yep. one of the, the finalists for MVP, no matter what. He's just that great of a player. Yeah. But I definitely, I definitely, for my vote, I would definitely give it to Harden. I mean, he finished as the top scorer. I think he finished averaging over 30 points a game. He was third in assists. Uh, you know, he did it. He had a very good field goal percentage. I think he's averaging over 50% for the year. So he definitely, and then, you know, Rockets taking that number one seed in the West. Like, just have oh, to yeah. Speaking of Speaking of Harden, oh, real quick. Uh, which I got, who you guys got for, uh, for, um, I just, just Chris, cause it's one of my favorite series. What you guys think about for OKC and, uh, Utah? Who you guys going for that series? My, we, yeah, we can go, we can go over, um, we can actually go over the day. day I'm two, going OKC. Day two of the playoffs. We can definitely go over day two of the playoffs. Nah, I just we can go over the whole, the whole, you know, 
I just say just to get just to get like a quick just for the game one, just give out a, a quick. I really do think Utah gonna make the series harder than what people think. Just oh, I don't think this series is gonna oh, yeah. be easy for nah. either team. But I, I just think feel this like series just go seven. I just, Utah defense yeah. and ball movement is second to really none in yeah. the league. Utah defense and ball movement, but I just feel like just that pedigree of guys. Okay, so you got that yeah. combination between. That's why Russell, I think Mello this is going to be George. a tough task that's just, for yeah. Utah. Yeah, right. I think this. That's why I think this matchup is going to be tough for Utah. But I think they're going to be able to. I don't think they win the but, series, but I think they make it amazing. I think we're going to see something special from Donovan Mitchell, though. <laughs> yep. I think we we. I think they say playoffs is what men are made. Man. <laughs> he going to do his thing. He going to do his thing. We're going to see who a man this year. It's going to be one of the most entertaining matchups for me for the first round. I definitely can see this going seven games and a lot of the games being really close. So I, I can't. And I'm getting that. mixed signals from uh, Houston and Minnesota. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like, Let's talk about that, right? I don't so know, I, man. It's I, like. Um, I, yes, I was speaking when the last game of the season happened, when Denver played the Timberwolves, which is a tight game all the way to the end. Is I wanted Denver to win. I'm honestly, mm-hmm. I wanted Denver to win, but yeah, I, I wanted Denver, Denver to win too. Won, but I went, I went with my brain and at my heart. I, I picked, I picked Minnesota to get that, but I really wanted Denver to take it though. Yeah, see, that's what I said. But and the reason why Houston now has a tougher matchup though, because I would, I would exactly what I was about to say. I would have rather seen Toronto, I mean, uh, Houston versus Minnesota than seeing Denver versus Houston because I feel Houston could have would have swept them. But I think because you and as far as Toronto has players on their team that can match with the players on Houston team. Now as far as the team chemistry, I don't think it's it's comparable. I think Houston got that by a long shot. But as far as when chemistry goes, Denver had better chemistry to me than Timberwolf did. Just Timberwolves got too much firepower for them. Mm-hmm. But I think that they can match firepower with Houston. I think that's more so what it is in the playoffs. I think playoffs is about firepower. Because the game slows down. It's a whole different ball game. You're not gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a whole different ball game. I think I think Minnesota can take this series to seven. They have they have what it takes to take this series to seven. And knowing Houston, I mean Harden and Chris Paul playoff history. This can be a tough series for him. Then this is definitely gonna be a tough series for him. Six. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be Houston and six, but they're not. It's not gonna be an easy six. Yeah, I can agree. The only thing that I like to see with Denver though is because I know Denver could have could have kept pace with Houston. Like Denver could shoot the lights out. So that'd have been exciting to see due to the fact because as soon as I would have rather seen Denver. Honestly, with the de- against a depleted Golden State than against a healthy Houston. Oh, all right, okay, okay. That's I would cool. rather yeah. seen Denver yeah. match up with Golden State. Yeah, I get you. Than that. Houston. Because I want, yeah, I, I definitely want to see more of Jamal Murray and Jokic. Because Jokic is one of my favorite players in the NBA mm. right now. Like the, the vision that he has is amazing, and I want everyone else to see it because you don't really hear about him. Yeah, he's the best passing big in the league for sure. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, again, think that today that about wraps it up, man. I want y'all make sure y'all tag y'all. Um, let them know before we leave. Y'all let them know y'all y'all Twitters, Instagram, social media, so they can follow y'all. Okay, I got you. Again, my Instagram is young underscore Nash, young underscore Nash. My Twitter is young two underscores Nash. That's my uh 
Twitter name. But yeah, they both young dads, both Instagram and Twitter. And talks. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is underscore T O G S. And the Instagram is A A Y E R O N A A Ron. Yeah, and make sure y'all make sure y'all follow the boys. I'm uh my Keith Oliver S E on Twitter. Same thing on Instagram, Facebook. You make sure you follow the Wiz Report channel on Twitter. YouTube will be uploaded. It's we uploaded to YouTube, SoundCloud, and more. So please be on the lookout. We getting getting and uploaded. Yeah, hey, hey, keep when y'all um let's let them know next episode. What time would I start the next episode up before game game two? We. We can do before game two. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Before game two, we'll be we'll 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 announce it on the Twitter the exact date we're gonna do. We're gonna chop this episode up. We're gonna put it out, and we tell us what y'all think. Give us y'all feedback. Make sure y'all follow us, Wiz Report, W I Z Report on Twitter. Also, make sure you follow the uh, uh the the Twitter page for the DMV Sports Network, DMV underscore Sports Network. Check out the website and everything. You know the Wiz Report. We out. Appreciate y'all for listening. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.